So where do we find comfort when we've lost the loved one? It may have been a long expected, even a relief when they passed away, or it may have been a shock out of the blue. So where do we find comfort? Many people find comfort that their loved one did not die alone. That there were people who cared around. Uh, my wife's a nurse, and for a time she worked in a hospital unit for a large retirement village. And at life's end, she got good at judging when it was the right time to call the family, especially in the early hours of the morning. Knowing the family and their wishes and how far they lived away from the unit, she would often get the call at two or three in the morning just right so that they could be there when their loved one passed away. She got it right often, but not always. And so now and again, Judy would sit with the patient at life's end and she would always come home very moved and it was such a privilege to be part of that. Yes, it's a comfort not to die alone. But that doesn't always happen. Sometimes after sitting beside someone's bed for days and days, a loved one can slip away while you've just popped out to have lunch. Or maybe remember what it's like to sleep in your own bed for a night. Or even as you've taken a call for a family member. But that's okay if you've made your peace with them. It may be that a loved one is overseas or death has come suddenly, unexpectedly and unforeseen. We certainly don't live in a perfect world. But still, having loved ones around when we pass away is a wonderful gift. Not being alone. And this is a gift that God offers to everyone who would accept it. God, the Father of Christ Jesus, offers to be present with each of us in our death and with our loved ones. More than present, God offers to walk with us. And we find this offer in Psalm 23, the psalm that famously starts, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Now what's a psalm? It's not a word that's used often nowadays. A psalm is a song. It's a song sung in church or religious gatherings. In the Bible there are 150 psalms. And they were written between two and a half and three thousand years ago. Many of the psalms were written by David. Now David started off as a shepherd boy before God raised him up as a king. So inspired by God, King David, this ex-shepherd, wrote Psalm 23. And the opening line, the Lord is my shepherd, is God telling his people that we are like sheep and he's the shepherd. Now, shepherding in ancient Middle East was very different than modern New Zealand. And I've just moved down from Auckland, so I've got to be very careful what I say to some very experienced farmers that will be sitting in this room. But things were very different in the Middle East. Flocks were smaller. Dogs and horses weren't used. In fact, the shepherd could call the sheep and the sheep would come. They would follow And you can actually still see this in parts of the Middle East. And and I was in China a couple of years ago and on a very busy uh, four-lane motorway and a shepherd walked across and a whole bunch of sheep just followed him. And it was China, so that just happens. It's very unusual because we're used to seeing a big mob of sheep with everyone, the dogs and the motorbikes, horses from the rear. But in those biblical times, it was just 50 to 100 sheep 
per shepherd. Water was scarce, and so the shepherd would move the sheep from pasture to pasture. And this is why David was able to say, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. And God is saying, David, I am a shepherd. You were a good shepherd and you know other good shepherds, but I am the true and the better shepherd who restores your soul and guides you in the right paths. And the psalm continues. Having been led to good places, David now considers the dark places. For God, as the good shepherd, will lead us through hard times as well as good. From experience, David confidently declares... And when I mean from experience, David lost two of his sons. One of his sons died at birth, and another son died tragically as a young man. So David knew from his heart what it was to experience grief. And so in verse 4 he writes, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And David knew this from experience. And here also we have the promise of God. Though we walk through dark places, now whatever that dark place may be, maybe it's a financial reversal, maybe your dark place is a broken relationship, depression, ongoing poor health, maybe your dark place is even death. Even though we go through a dark place, we need not fear, for God will be with us. We need never be alone. This is our assurance, our comfort and our hope. Even in death, either our own or a loved one, we need never be alone. And this is the invitation that is offered to each of us, but but it's an invitation. It can be accepted or rejected. God never forces himself on anyone. The offer is there, but we have to reach out for It's part of the human condition that we can push God out and say, I can do this on my own, and he will respect that. Or we can invite God in and say, I need your help. And to all those who invite the good shepherd, he will be their comfort, even in grief, even in death. For some 1,000 years after this psalm was written, another David came. This David was born in direct lineage and his name was Jesus. Jesus was in direct lineage to King David. And when Jesus was on this earth, he said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And this is Christ's invitation to each of us in our dark place. It's ours to accept or reject, but the offer is always extended. For on the night that he was betrayed, the night before he went to the cross, he said to his friends, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And this is where it all comes together. Because Christ laid down his life for you and I on the cross, he can walk beside us in our dark place. Why? Because not only did he die on the cross, but on the third day he was raised from the dead. The grave could not hold him down. He is alive and will never die again. Death need not be the end. 
and our good shepherd has gone before us and to all who look to Christ, he offers the gift of eternal life. Eternal life that we experience in part now and in all fullness when we die. This is the good news of the gospel. Let me finish with this true account. During the First World War, a man was shot and lay dying in the trenches. A friend leaned over to him and said, Is there anything I can do for you? And the soldier replied, No, I know I am dying. So his friend said, Is there anyone I can send a message from you? And the soldier said, Yes, you can send a message to this man at this address. Tell him that in my last minutes, what he taught me as a child is helping me now as I die. Well, on leave, the soldier's friend made his way to that address and gave the message. The door had been opened and there stood the soldier's Sunday school teacher. You see, for even as a child, that soldier understood that all those who look to Christ need never be alone, even in death. It was this very real comfort that helped the soldier even in the trenches. Why? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Let's pray.